0: Last week on the show, we talked way too much about the coronavirus, so tonight we're not going to talk about it at all. Join us in an alternate reality where everything's great and nothing is wrong on this episode starting now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 270, recorded March 30th, 2020. Press pause on Panic. Hello, everybody, and <laughs> welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and you. I am Sean Jennings, joined by two guys who are just being regular. It's Colby Rabinu and Dan Miller. Gentlemen, good evening. Hello, Sean. We're just, we're just regular guys. Just, just a couple of guys. Just just being guys. <laughs> Sports. What do you guys think would be, let's say the three of us wanted to open a small Business and by small business I mean a business with a storefront. Let me be specific. Mm. So some sort of retail adjacent establishment. What would be the worst idea for us to open? The three of us. I I mean, go to like a, maybe like a sushi restaurant. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. Or like or like uh, like a a store that sells ballet shoes and ballet accessories.
1: Yeah, that would definitely be outside our wheelhouse. We could we could call our sushi restaurant "Ugly Sushi" and it would be ugly because we're not very good. at
0: sushi. <laughs> It's just like sloppy
2: sushi. It just like shits everywhere, <laughs> but like that's the gimmick. That's but a really call, funny. <laughs> you call it, that? That's a bad marketing, Colby. You call those poke balls? <laughs> All right. Deconstructed sushi. <laughs> it's
0: not intentional. We just suck. I like that.
1: I mean. Uh, Go ahead, Colby. Oh. I was going to say, I I think Poke Bowls are kind of a racket because it's not as good as sushi. Like, when you're eating sushi, every bite is the same, and it's great. Like, every bite is perfectly proportioned.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then Poke Bowls, it's just, like, a jumble of stuff. Yeah. It's a mess. Oh, I
2: miss Poke Bowls. Anyways, uh, I don't, I, so, like, I think that, you know, the first thing I go to is what would I be uniquely bad at? And it would be a sports bar because I have no clue what to put on. But I feel like you two, there exist sports bars that you two would be good at running.
0: I, I kind of feel like, though, you can get away with a sports bar because, A, can you pour beer? And, B, just put, like, some sort of team flag up on the wall. Like, I don't think you're, like, do the bartenders get quizzed on, like, who was the starting linebacker for the 1985 uh, New York Giants? <laughs> you know, I don't think you have to know much to be a...
2: Well, no, but it, I don't think the patrons are the sole arbiters of what gets put on the TV. Isn't there a certain amount of uh, taste that one needs to have sports-wise? Oh, so are you suggesting like we, we open... Like, like we a, a
1: sports the... DJ of sorts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the time we were at the... At the uh, at the the brewery, Colby, and they had the what was it the the water skiing championships on or something? And remember how interesting that was? Uh,
1: Lord hobo, that was. I amazing. would never have thought to do that. That was that a really sense. incredible experience, wasn't
0: it? <laughs> See, now this sounds like a startup idea where it's an app that everyone can download, and people can vote on what goes on what TV screen in your
2: local food establishment. Uh, like a jukebox, but for TV. But bingo. Call it jukebox.tv. That's the website right there. Bing, bang, <laughs> boom. It sells itself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's now, awesome. When uh, When I was visiting Sweden for work, I learned that in Sweden, there is a chain, like an Applebee's-esque chain restaurant that is the theme of the restaurant is a Boston sports bar. <laughs> so what if what if we did that but the opposite like we picked some random like a Swedish team hockey from team. another right a Swedish hockey team or something no one would ever possibly be able to call us out on. S- something very few people would ever be able to call us out on
0: High lie What's um, that? I'm Highlight that obs- oh, my God. <laughs> Highlight. Highlight came in in like the, uh, the, the 60s and the 70s. It was mostly a sort of Central American sport that made its way mostly into like Miami and Florida. But it's that sport where um, it's got the big hook. Um, it's easier if you Google a picture, but it's got like a big hook sort of thing. And you put the ball in it and you whip the ball at 100 miles per hour at people. How do you spell it? J- it's J.A.I a l a i high lie.
2: One of the first auto completes is high lie
0: deaths. yes, don't it's literally it's considered the fastest game in the world because of how fast um the balls get slung out of the thing. whoa. and, and you okay. you literally just I think they did it in one of the jackass movies where they brought in like a professional high lie player to just whip these balls at their uh, presumably their crotch.
1: Oh, that's that—that's my brand for the jackass movies.
0: It's, it's also a big gambling sport as well. I don't know if it is as much anymore, but it was.
2: Uh, no, I, that was. I've already stumbled across that, and I haven't done very much. Uh... Ooh, here's a cool video. Wow, look—they really fling that thing. It looks like they're throwing a very floppy banana
1: around.
0: The, the, the record speed of a high lie ball was 204 miles per hour.
2: Damn. When you see a whole bunch of them playing together, it looks like half-human, half-lobster people running around. It doesn't... Is, I'm not
0: sure it really looks fun. Maybe that's just me.
2: It looks fun to fling one of them, but I don't, know, it, I don't really understand how the game works.
0: Yeah, never really caught on. But anyway, I would love to do a highlight-themed bar.
1: That
2: would be and and it could be a tiki bar.
1: Yes, I, that's true. That's true. Well, good. I mean, it seems like we've got a plan. So
2: good, excellent. Look forward to our I don't know highly successful small business. Uniquely bad, though. I feel like no. there are a lot of small business, not a lot. It's easier to think of the ones we'd be good at. Mm. a like what is something that we don't enjoy at all like maybe that's well, it's one thing to not but maybe we'd accidentally be amazing if we try to do something that we don't know anything about right now maybe like that's not guaranteed that we'll be bad at it I once we, drove by a store that
0: exclusively sold Boy Scout related merchandise
2: I've been to many of those stores okay. cuz I was a voice Scout.
0: Did not know they existed and I would never want to work in one of those cuz that <laughs> is cuz
2: it's so specific
0: to something I have no interest in.
1: <laughs> what if we could we could start a barbershop?
2: <laughs> that sounds like a challenge. I, su- I suspect I'd be pretty bad at that, I mean, but I, I don't know for sure. Oh,
1: to be fair, or even or like a nail a nail salon or something. There we go. <laughs> Nail yeah, well, salon. that's
0: the problem is two thirds of us have really great hair, so <laughs> that might be a little too obvious. Uh, but I do like, yeah, I do like the nail salon. Do you think people would come to us if we did, like, massages? Ladies, <laughs> let us know. Comment Depends if you're watching. We
2: are massaging. Send, us
0: email, <laughs> send us an email. Don't pick gmail dot com or tweet
2: at jazzdam. Don't do it.
0: Yep, at Colby Rabideau on Twitter. Hit us up. Oh. D, slide in those DMs. <laughs>
2: Now, for no no apparent reason, right? like we're all being really lazy, we're spending a lot of time at home for no you know no obvious reason. It's pretty Has normal. anyone come up with any new uh, home body activities since the last time we spoke? Well, fortunately, I'm not spending that much time at
0: home for also unrelated reasons, but right, um I did recently <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: you'll appreciate this. I recently got into video games. Wow. Yes, I finally have a console in my house. Yeah, Colby's just blown away.
2: Which console did you get, and what games are you playing?
0: So, you know me, not super familiar with video games, so I talked to my brother, who's great. He really, he led me down the path. He actually had an extra one at home. It's called a PlayStation 2. And okay. it's this big Old black diamond. box, Um, and I'm very excited, and I've been, uh, I was just playing Madden, Oh, one. Wow. Wow! Which I don't, maybe it was the first one. I don't know why they called it that. Um, and yeah, it's great. The graphics are fine. I wouldn't say amazing, but uh, yeah, I got a big stack of stack of games. Call of Duty. Just Call of Duty. The Call of
2: Duty. Yes. <laughs> the
1: Medal yeah, of I'm Honor. I'm looking at
2: some footage of uh, NFL 2001 gameplay at an NFL. Yep.
0: I got I got NBA uh, 2001 as well. Haven't tried that one yet. Uh, I've got Scarface, the video game, (laughs) the classic, classic Max Payne, a game that I had played before and was never able to beat
1: because I'm not going to remember that one. So from when I was like a child,
0: yes, joking aside, PlayStation 2 is probably the only game console I've spent any amount of time playing just because we had one in the house when I was younger. Um, and I was never any good at it. And my brother, I was joking with my brother, my nostalgic about it. And he's like, oh, I still have it. You want it? I'm like, yeah. So I've been screwing around with it. That's awesome. So if anyone knows of any good PlayStation 2 games, hit hit me up. Good
2: PlayStation 2 games. Yeah, I'll have to think about
0: it. Yeah, I'm sure there are a bunch. But it, mind you, I don't like anything with a lot of story. Okay. So.
2: so nor do I imagine you like anything I don't know. Do you like Call of Duty? Do you like that? Just like running around and shooting. Things? I like
0: it. I'm not good at it. Is the problem?
2: Okay. So, so like you like, you enjoy it, even though you're bad at it, though. You know what game I do
0: have? I like Burnout Three. Burnout's racing a great game. game. Um, yeah, I do like racing games. I gotta find if they ever did like a Need for Speed or anything like that for I'm PS2. I'm sure they did.
1: Because
0: I I can get with that. Or I have to get. We had a. As a kid, we had a Dance Dance Revolution pad that you could buy for your own home. I gotta see if they still make those for PlayStation Two.
2: I'm sure you can find like a a knockoff thing on eBay or something.
0: I did. I did have to buy a a PlayStation Two memory card on Amazon because I didn't have mine from when I was a kid.
1: (laughs) Got lost.
0: Yeah.
2: Wow. Yep,
0: it'll it'll be here uh, later this week.
1: I, uh, yeah, I'm curious what the shipping algorithm is now for, because like I've gotten some random things that I ordered, and also not gotten some.
0: That's crazy. Something must be going on with our shipping infrastructure. <laughs> yeah. Very weird.
1: Um, is
2: there any pattern to the things you've gotten? List off some things you've gotten.
1: I mean, I got like some shampoo. Okay. I guess it that's seems pretty regular. And then I got—I can't remember the thing I haven't gotten yet. Oh, I—I I ordered an air purifier because my allergies. That yeah, doesn't. No, t- no chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was that. I guess that one makes sense. I, there was something I ordered like a book or something though, and that came in like that's the fastest thing I've gotten.
2: Which is weird. People, yeah. yeah. You think people would be reading more books, Mm Paul? I don't know. Anyways, is there uh, tech news? No. Oh, okay. Before we get to tech news, no, before we get to tech news, I have a fun game.
0: Oh! Do you guys like games? Yeah. That (laughs) sounds very suspicious when I phrase it that way. Um, sure. Our good friends over at the Sporkle Corporation have provided us with this quiz. Can you name the missing words from each of these computer-related acronyms? So I'm going to give okay. you an acronym with a blank in it. So, for example, KFC, I would say Kentucky Blank Chicken, and you would have to say Fried. Make sense? Okay. Yep. There are okay. 26 of these going from letter A to letter Z. Uh, Not that 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 really it's just the first letter uh, or the missing word of each goes from A to Z. Not that that really matters. And you'll have three minutes to get all 26 of them. You think you can do it? Uh, We're doing this as a team. First person who knows the answer to shout it out. Unless you guys would rather alternate.
2: No, no, no. Let's do it as a team.
0: Okay. I have a feeling my early prediction is I think you can easily get like 20 of these 20 of 26. There's only a (laughs) couple of these that are truly hard. But you guys should know okay. them. So, are you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Three minutes on the clock. And the first acronym A L U, Blank Logic Unit.
2: Arithmetic Logic Unit.
0: Okay, you got to spell that for me because I got to type it in a sportsbook.
2: A R I T H M E T I C. Hey, you got it.
0: BIOS, Blank Input Output System.
1: <sighs>
0: Basic Input Output System? Correct. Uh, think
1: I dance here.
0: PCI, peripheral blank interconnect.
2: I don't know. Control?
1: Intr-
0: not control. I also tried controller. It's not controller.
2: I don't
1: know. Communication? Okay, good,
2: good, good guess.
0: Nope, it's not communication. Right. Can we skip? Well, we'll find out. The next one is IDE, integrated blank environment.
1: Development.
0: Yep, you can jump around. Uh L E D light blank diode.
1: Emitting. Emitting.
0: Yep. FPS blank per second.
1: Frames. Frames.
0: Yep. Uh, PGA pin blank array. Per- pin? Pin blank array. PGA. Eight. Nope. We'll skip and come back. All right. H-C-I, yeah. Blank Computer Interaction. Human.
1: Human.
0: You got it. D-V-I, Digital Video Blank.
1: Interface. Interface.
0: If I could spell face right. Yep. JPEG, <laughs> Blank Photographic Experts Group.
2: Come on, Colby. I don't know this one.
0: Starts with J. <laughs> All right. We'll continue on. Uh, SDK, Software Development Blank. Kit. Kit. Yep. DLL, dynamic blank library. Linking. L- uh, yep. O- uh, OEM, original equipment blank. Manufacturer. Uh, VPN, virtual private blank. Network. Network. SEO, search engine blank. Optimization.
1: Optimization.
0: API, application blank interface. Programming. Yep. SQL, structured blank language. Query. RGB, blank green blue.
1: (laughs) Red. (laughs) Uh,
0: CSS, cascading style blank. Sheets. Uh, RTF, rich blank format. Text. Uh, GUID, globally blank identifier. Unique. Uh, SVG scalable blank graphics.
1: Vector. Vector.
0: AWS Amazon blank services. Web. That's correct. Uh, time ran out. I blame myself on not typing fast enough. You got twenty of twenty-six, but let me read you. There were three we didn't get to. So <laughs> That's
1: I'll give exactly what you predicted. <laughs> but, but let me.
0: But I'll give you credit for the three we ran out of time on. If you can get them right here, Ajax okay, okay. asynchronous JavaScript <laughs> and blank.
1: XML,
0: baby. You got it. C-M-Y. <laughs> I of an acronym. C-M-Y, cyan, magenta, blank. Uh, it's got
1: to
0: be yellow. Is it yellow? It's yellow. And finally, ZIF, Z-I-F, blank insertion force. Zero. You got it. So that would have been 22 out of 26. That's fantastic. What the hell does JPEG stand for Uh, Joint, Joint Photographic Experts Group, you also miss PGA Pin Grid Array, and PCI is Peripheral Component Interconnect. What the hell is a PGA?
2: It's a pin grid array. It's like a PGA connector. what's What's frustrating is that there is a far more commonly said thing that is an FPGA, which is a Field Programmable Gate Array. Hey, the the average score on this quiz
0: is 43%. So you guys really you absolutely Ha-ha. knocked it out of the park. Great job.
1: Go us.
0: I think we all learned something here today.
1: PGA. PGA.
0: Oh. Not just for golfers. Um okay, that was my that was my big gimmick. <laughs> that was fun.
1: That was fun.
0: Um now do we want to go to Tech News or do we want to go to my other gimmick?
1: Let's do tech news, yeah. and then let's do your own uh, okay. I
2: think, I think the tech news is going to go fast.
0: Yeah, there's not a lot here. You want to just go through them? Let's do it. All right. I kind of am actually a little excited about this first one. Microsoft made an announcement today regarding the future of their Office 365 system, which has been uh, historically their subscription to Office and the like. They're changing the name. They're updating it to Microsoft 365. Uh, and what you're going to get from that, $6.99 per month for personal or one person, $9.99 a month for a family up to six people. Uh, what you're really getting is access to the full office suite including the apps and online and all that. Also two new features, uh, Microsoft Family Safety App. Uh, it's designed to allow families to share their location and manage screen time across multiple devices. Uh, it can generate notifications when a family member leaves home, work, school, and enables location sharing. It has built in driving report feature. Uh, It also can manage screen time across traditional Windows PCs, Android devices, and even Xbox consoles um, in a single place. It also introduced Microsoft Teams for personal use. Um, It's designed to let friends and family connect in a group chat or through video calls and share to-do lists, photos, and other content all in one location, um, pivoting away from Skype and into Teams. Again, and that'll all come in addition to all of the Office features uh, you already got through the subscription.
2: So I have a question sure. about not about this but in general is the Microsoft Office 365 now called Microsoft 365 if you have it do you what do you get do you get like adobe style like you get a photoshop app that you install that has like this linked to your account that's only valid while your subscription is active or can you only use the like web-based Microsoft Word and stuff. So uh, the current 365
0: subscription, which will essentially this part will continue, is you basically get access to the Microsoft Office apps, Word, Excel, PowerPoint, Outlook, um, as well as OneDrive storage and Skype premium, I think, Um Anywhere those apps are available, so you can download the Android app and sign in. You can download the iOS app and sign in. You can download your PC and sign in. You can go to the web version. You get all the different flavors for that that one subscription. And you're right, Dana, you're credentialed in, and if you stop paying, you stop getting
2: access. Okay. My second question: Can you like what are the differences between the web versions and the desktop or app versions? Uh, truthfully, you know?
0: less and less. I don't have like a specific list in front of me, but I've used both, and Microsoft's gotten really good. The Office online apps, especially Word, Excel, and PowerPoint, are really, really good, and they have all of the same sort of um, collaboration features that you're used to getting in your Google Docs, where it's the live editing and the tracking changes mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. They're, they're really good, um, and they were actually in this announcement rolling out Microsoft 365, they actually talked about a bunch of new features they were adding um, to improve the online versions. I love the online versions when I've used them.
1: That's cool. I've never used them, ever, my whole life. Well, because,
0: you know, it says in this article that apparently, currently, 38 million people are currently subscribed to Office 365 Personal or Home. So that's, you know, that's a lot. That's kind of a lot,
1: yeah. Okay. Has anyone told those people that Google Docs is free?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. It is funny because you know I think I think there are you know I certainly know obviously I have a business so we wouldn't be a, a home or personal subscriber, but you know we're not allowed to use Google Docs. You know we're we're mm. forced to use Office. And like I said, I think we talk about this ecosystem stuff all the time where OneDrive is automatically integrated into Windows and talk about the family screen time because it's got Xbox and Android in it and the apps. And it's, you know, they do have a pretty robust ecosystem. I still, and I'd love to know what you guys think, I'm still not a fan of the Google Docs and Excel and that um, iOS apps.
1: Oh, yeah. No, No, not really. They're they're not 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 great. I I use them often, but I feel like most of I don't know. Like, does Google have any good iOS apps? Really? <laughs> like,
0: That's actually
1: an extremely fair
0: point. Yeah, the Google iOS apps are too. Gmail, Gmail's not
1: bad. I think Gmail's fine, but it still does the thing where it is constantly prompting me to open things in Chrome. And sure. I, I just don't want to. That That is very fair. <laughs>
0: yeah. I just think it's one of those things where just people are comfortable with Office, you know? I uh, is yeah. it is it obviously better or worse than Google Office? I yeah, I don't I don't know. I think 6.99 per month and 9.99 per month are competitively priced at least. I mean, you're getting mm-hmm. I believe you get a terabyte of OneDrive with that. That's pretty good. You know, so even that sort of pays for itself in a way.
1: That's that's a lot of storage. Yeah. Yeah, I would
0: agree. Oh yeah, for, for I it's 70 bucks a year if you buy the year up front. Yeah. So
2: I don't know. I, I may actually get back into this. For me, the Google Docs does everything I need it to do. Uh since forever. Mm-hmm. But I don't work I've never worked at a company that uses Microsoft Office. So, like, if you wanted to do some work from your home computer, it sounds like it would be fine just to use the web office stuff.
0: Yeah. If so, you, were, for example, only had a Chromebook. Yeah. My company has, as a lot do, Microsoft 365 for all of their employees. So I, I use OneDrive every day. Um, it's how I back mm-hmm. up my, my work files. Um, we're now becoming a Microsoft Teams company, which, by the way, Teams is friggin' awesome. Um, and I'm a huge fan. It's been great. Um, and so, yeah, wow. it's all automatically synced up to my company account. And I, it's SharePoint and all this stuff. It's all integrated, uh, which is really nice. So I think I think that's what's going to lead people into it more so than than just the fact that Office is like so much better than everything else. I just think it's, again, we've talked about it over and over. It's the ecosystem thing. What do
2: you like about Microsoft Teams?
0: So I've never used Slack or any other sort of competitive service in a work environment. So I can't really compare it to that. But what I like about Teams is we were using Skype for Business before, which was not great. Um, but Teams just works really well. The quality of the calls of the voice and video calls are excellent. I've had a number of meeting. All mm-hmm. the meeting features work super well. Um, it's great on Mac, which is really surprising. I've had no issues. Uh, it's not perfect. I think the sort of... Um, Threads and channels on Slack, I think, are organized a little bit better. Um, Mm. But I think from a meeting and collaboration standpoint like that, I think it works really, really well. And there was um, a story came out today that Slack is working to integrate teams into Slack for calls in Slack.
1: Oh, instead of their own calls?
0: Yes. And this was Ah. like a super early, like it was the CEO in a conference mentioned it type announcement. But... Uh, but if that's the case, that's great, because teams, the, the meeting stuff in there is awesome.
1: That's cool. But are you slack? We use slack calls sometimes because it's convenient. They have a cool thing when so when in slack, when you're on a video call and someone is screen sharing. The people in the call can like draw on the person's screen. Oh, well, that's neat, which is cool. So, like, if you're talking about something specific, you can just go like, "whoop whoop,", whoop and then it like fades away after a few seconds. Hmm. That's the only cool thing about Slack video calls.
2: Yeah, remember when Slack bought the company Screen Hero, which made the best screen sharing uh, software ever, and they only recently uh, rolled out screen sharing in Slack, and it sucks.
1: I don't remember that. I didn't know about Screen Hero. I think about that all the
0: time. Oh. <laughs> Cry a tear. Yep. <laughs> well, if, if I keep having great results with Teams, we may try doing this show from Teams.
2: Because then we can move, on, we can I mean,
0: move off of good. the slack, and we can do the whole thing in Teams top to bottom.
1: All Teams all the time.
0: Okay. these guys, these guys are like, please don't make me get off a slack. Please don't make me install another app.
1: (laughs) I would be willing to switch to discord because I'm suddenly a part of like six discords. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Look at you bragging, Mr. Cool guy.
1: I'm not bragging. It's just it's just what my life is now. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, good. Well, that's that story. Um, quickly on these other stories, uh, Google podcasts, finally launching for iOS, um, as
2: much as all the other Google iOS apps,
0: uh, you'll have to download it and find out, uh, really, they don't claim any, any particular (laughs) innovation over other podcast apps, other than the fact that it syncs using your Google account to other devices. Um, it's available for free. You can download it now. Our podcasts are on there, so. There's that, uh, yes. and then I just threw in this story just because I thought it was neat about Dell Mobile Connect, which does apply to everybody, but uh, Dell, wrote out, Dell rolled out a new version of their Mobile Connect app, which comes with their most uh, current PCs, version 3, uh, lets you control your phone, y- your iPhone, using your PC's keyboard and mouse. You can also drag and drop photo and video files to transfer them between the two devices, and you can send SMS Messages from the Dell computer without needing to keep the iPhone app open in the foreground. Huh.
2: And I think that's awesome. Yeah, that's really I, cool. I've been doing all my work uh, for the past couple of weeks from a Linux computer, which has been good in some ways, but the number one thing I miss is the text message integration with my iPhone. Mm-hmm. So if they could figure that out, that would be super swell.
0: Yeah, I, I wonder what Dell is doing that a neutral third party isn't doing on any Windows computer. You know, is it just because they got around to doing it first? Or is there like some hardware specific thing that would make the Dell? can't
2: imagine so.
0: I would agree, but.
1: Yeah. Hmm. All right. No one else has thought to
2: Well, there's our our tech news. There's
0: the news. All the news that's fit to talk about. Sean, what's your next gimmick? Guys, we've been doing the show for a long time. Uh, Believe it or not, we are coming up on our seventh anniversary in June, (laughs) which is downright irresponsible. Someone should have stopped us by now, but... (laughs) That means we have a lot of history to the show. So I thought I would look back at the last time we did a show on March 30th. That would be March 30th, 2015. So I pulled a couple stories that we talked about on that episode. Starting with the live stream wars. Do you guys remember Periscope versus Meerkat?
2: I've completely forgot about Meerkat. Because
0: this would have been... Just after South by Southwest, which is where uh, Meerkat really exploded. Um, mm. This article was published on March 26, 2015. I'm talking about Meerkat raising $14 million, finding their uh, their big success. Um, meanwhile, Twitter had paid $100 million for Periscope before it even launched. Um, now, fascinatingly oh, enough, geez. five years later, uh, neither app is really existing and or popular. Um, and now live streaming is subject to Facebook's domain, arguably for personal, I would say live streaming.
1: Right. Right. The gram, the gram, gram. although
0: Periscope is still a thing. I saw someone posted the other day, like Joe Biden's going live on Periscope. And I'm like, what, (laughs) huh?
2: Oh, is anyone there? You know, I was going to, I have a tweet, uh, roiling in my head i don't know if how i ended up on this list but somehow i follow joe biden on medium and the only notifications i get from this start with a statement from vice president joe biden dot 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 so every notification is exactly the same and i have no idea what they actually wrote about (laughs) so i never open any of them it's like, is no one looking at this?
0: Like, ugh. Just you, Dan. Just me. Maybe it is just me. It's a personal message to you. <laughs> it's a statement. It's a, <laughs> it's not a message. Dan, I hope you're reading this. Uh, we, we also talked about in 2015, uh, YouTube will reportedly take on Twitch with a new game streaming service. Um, this was a rumor that, that was supposed happened. to be inv- unveiled then. Um, and yeah, they did. And Twitch continues to to beat it out, essentially, more or less. When
2: did YouTube Gaming come out? That's the funny thing is
0: I don't think YouTube ever um, actually launched, like, a specific branded service. No, well, they did. Did they? Oh, well, here's an article from May 27th, 2019. The YouTube Gaming app is shutting down this week. The right, standalone so. YouTube Gaming app is shutting down on May thirtieth, um, saying the spinoff had caused quote confusion among gaming fans. It's integrated the service into its main app instead, launching a game-focused hub that has already mostly replaced the old YouTube Gaming. YouTube Gaming did, in fact, launch in two thousand and fifteen. There we go. So it did. It happened. It happened. Came and went. We we lived through the entirety of YouTube Gaming. <laughs> It's hard to believe. And speaking of things that came and went, um, our final story from 2015, uh, Facebook, Facebook made an announcement during their FA conference involving Facebook messenger. We talked about this story a couple weeks ago. Um, it says here, uh, from 2015, uh, going forward, users will be able to install apps and make purchases inside of messenger. The apps composer bar is expanding to give users access to more than 40 new apps, um, in order to enhance their conversation. Um, Businesses on Messenger will also allow users to have conversations with businesses and brands. Now, we talked a couple weeks ago how Facebook was essentially shutting that down.
2: Oh, really? I completely forgot about that.
0: You might not have. That might have been one of the weeks you weren't here.
1: I think that might have been the one where, uh, yeah, it was me and Sean. uh,
0: This
2: story from February 28th. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've used that, and it's been, you know, it's fine. It worked. If yeah. someone if a business had a Facebook thing, I would use that before tweeting at them because then like it's I don't know it just felt like an actual conversation instead of me like shouting into the void and also like all my followers I don't want all my followers to see like, hey my order I need to cancel my order like well,
0: I should so be I should be more specific because it's fun to make generalizations but um The chatbots, businesses and games and all the other explore tab and all that are being hidden, uh, but not banished from Messenger. They'll still be accessible if users purposefully seek them through the Messenger search bar pages and ads on Facebook um, or if there are buttons to start conversation on business's website or any custom QR codes that link to the business account. So they will still exist. Essentially, what they killed was the discover tab um, and all of the various pieces of content that lived there. Interesting. So, basically, in conclusion, uh, the show doesn't matter, and all is cyclical, and everything we talked about today will not exist five years from now. <laughs> so, good news! We're staying positive tonight.
2: I wonder what uh, oldest story that we've done that is still still around and kicking.
0: Well, I believe... See, I gotta Google this now. I believe on our very first episode, we famously talked about Google internet balloons. yes. And I believe that project still exists. I thought I just saw something on it um, not that long ago. Yeah, this is from July 2019. Google Internet Balloon Project is about to start its first commercial trial. Um, I don't know if there's been an update since. But that still exists.
2: Wow. So that would be it. Of all
0: the things to still exist. (laughs) We talked about iOS 7 on that very first episode. Um so that tells you how long ago wow. that was. Well. <sighs> By the way, speaking of mm. old uh before I forget Colby, uh Grandma Flo asked how you were doing today. I'm doing all right. And I Thanks, I, Grandma, I she bro. called you out specifically and how is Colby doing? And I said he is he's doing great. He's doing great. He's living life. <laughs>
1: living the dream that's (laughs) that's
0: excellent i said i'll let him know you you said that oh please do please do yeah
1: i hope she's doing well too
0: she's hanging in there i just sent her a box of arts and crafts to keep her busy (laughs) nice what'd you put in the box she got she so she does the adult coloring books that's her big thing. She has the Ooh. colored pencils. She does the coloring books. So I got her some felt tip markers to mix mix it up so she's not always doing the pencils. Um, I got her two paint by numbers kits, which she's never done before, and a jigsaw puzzle, in addition to a bunch of magazines I've got to my house and then read and I'm now sending to her. Nice. Did I tell you I've gotten into cooking magazines? Print cooking magazines?
1: No, you haven't. No. That's cool. What's your your favorite cooking magazine?
0: I I know you guys don't kind of work in traditional offices, um, but in a traditional office, there's this phenomenon that happens, which is called other people's kids fundraising for their schools. And it's not a pleasant phenomenon because it mostly just sucks money out of your pockets. And I'm a sucker for, oh, my kid's selling cookie dough to raise money for the... I get sucked. So anyway, of course, there's always the inevitable kid who sells magazine subscriptions. Okay. Oh my! My kids are selling magazine subscriptions for their for their school. Oh, great. Uh, let me take a look. So I picked up <laughs> uh, I picked up Taste of Home, which is basically an all recipe magazine, which is great. I'm a big fan of Taste of Home. I picked Ooh. up Food Network magazine, which is pretty good. I would say it's like seventy percent recipes, but the other thirty percent is not bad. And then I also picked up Bon Appetit, which is not enough. I really do just want recipes. Like the stories are fine, (laughs) but I have no attention span to read actual like longly written print (sighs) stories. So there are a few recipes and also all the recipes are like, no offense. I'm not like an adventurous cook. And it's always like, uh, soba noodles with, with tofu curry. And it's like, no, I'm not going to cook this. (laughs) You know, Oh, it's like, what's, what's the hot new trend? Something you've never heard of and can't buy anywhere
2: near where you live. So if you found (laughs) anything, uh, interesting or that you were surprised that you liked um to be
0: honest with you the recipes are stacking up and i gotta start making them uh but i did make an apple bread recipe that came out terribly so but i was <laughs> apple bread. i'm assuming that was my screw up it, it was it was inedible it was absolutely oh, inedible
1: gross unnecessarily
0: and, and for the record that never happens with me I, I usually when I bake something and it doesn't come out, it just doesn't taste great. I never make inedible things. It's very rare for me. This was mm. horrific. And the funny thing is Taste of Home compared to the other magazines. Taste of Home is all user submitted. I think it's like mostly user submitted recipes. Which I, which I I assume they vent. That. Yeah. Uh, but I, I it, what do I know? Mm. I don't know.
1: I know it scares me one thing one thing I will say Bon Appetit has an excellent YouTube channel
0: yes their videos their, their are YouTube awesome channel
1: is super good
0: yes. yes yeah don't get the magazine just watch the videos <laughs> I guess that's true of everything in life I don't know I yeah. like getting print magazines and then I can send them to grandma flow and she can read them <laughs> I can't send her a YouTube video unfortunately um, do you guys get any print magazines or is that just me
2: Zero zilch. But I thought about getting a print version of the ski magazine.
0: Ooh, seems seems pretty
2: highly produced, glossy. But I haven't yet. I can also just get it on the iPad.
0: Yeah, the subscriptions really. It was like it was like nine or ten bucks for a year of Taste of Home, and I'm like, like that's cheaper than one cookbook.
1: Yeah, (laughs) right. Is it really that inexpensive? I think
0: I legitimately think I got all three subscriptions for under 50 bucks for a year each, which I consider pretty reasonable. Uh, Maybe that was just a deal through the fundraiser. I I don't know what the cover price is, but Mm. I said, why not? Mm. Why not? And I do. I am a subscriber to the Agawam Advertiser News. Got to support local journalism. With such breaking stories as church supper to be held this weekend, <laughs> don't laugh. That is an actual headline.
2: Now, what is this magazine
0: called? This is the Agawam Advertiser News. So, is
2: it a? Is a a? I'm trying to wrap my head around this. Is it a magazine for advertisers in Agawam, or is it advertising? It has nothing to people. To-
0: I think it's one of those like the Times Picune type thing where it's just like a weird old newspaper name. It has nothing to do with advert. It's a newspaper. It's just a regular newspaper. And it's
2: not one of those newspapers that's mostly filled with ads. No, it's not
0: like like a free paper. Like I pay for it. I mean, it has plenty of ads, but that's true of most newspapers. No, no, it's just a regular newspaper, but it's the advertiser news.
2: That's really funny.
1: We had, so in... Where I grew up in Rhode Island, there was a regional thing that was... It was, as far as I remember, it was just ads. It was like a newspaper of just ads, but it was called The Bargain Buyer.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. Yeah, there are still classified ads in the paper, by the way. There's still people who sell things via classified ads. I don't know what response rate they get, but... (laughs) crazy go figure um all righty well that's excellent uh we can move on to picks we've got a few things in here some fun stuff and we'll we'll start at the top of the list so let's start at the bottom colby
1: what do you got this week It me did you guys know that spotify has a dedicated radio app thing
2: i did not know that
1: go on I'm pretty sure they don't talk about it at all. But it's called Stations, Spotify Stations. It's been a thing for ages, like, since I worked there, at least six months. Um, and it's like, I don't know. I don't like to listen to radio, like, internet-generated radio that often. But when I do, this is nice. And the thing that I like is you can get very specific about what you want your radio station to be. So like you can say, I want my radio station to be only songs from these two artists with no recommendations. And that's what you get. That's very cool. Or you can say like, I want my radio station to be like based on this specific artist, um, but with recommendations for other things.
0: Hmm. Oh, that's yeah. really, cause uh, you know, I'm a big Pandora guy. All I want are the stations. I don't want like making my own playlist because that's not fun. Um, Right. But this seems like a a little more
1: uh, flexible. Yeah. It's like both flexible and. Well, yeah, I guess it's flexible. Yeah, it's kind of cool. No,
0: no, that's pretty awesome. It's uh, Spotify stations.
1: Yeah, I use it sometimes.
0: (laughs) A glowing endorsement. Uh, it yeah. is a separate app, so check it out on uh, oh. iOS and Android. I'll definitely give it that shot. That's awesome. Very cool. Uh, Dan, what what are you reading?
2: So, yeah, uh, the, I probably started this book in January. I started reading this book called The Three-Body Problem, which is a very, well, relatively famous Chinese science fiction book translated to English. And it took me months to get through the first book. I just kind of slogged through it. And then I was on vacation and I finished it because I was like, all right, I'm going to finish this book. And then I bought the second book just because, I I don't know, I'm a completionist. The first book was good. I enjoyed the first book, uh, but I wasn't sold on it. The second book I was, like, completely riveted by. I think the second book is the best of the three. Not to dissuade you if you haven't read the third one yet or anything, but... uh, uh, how to say things without giving colby spoilers it's basically it's one of those books where it's like oh what what happens if if aliens to like civilization to human civilization but it goes it goes in interesting directions it is a lot of like digging into oh well this is how these engines would work and explaining that stuff so if that's really bores you maybe stay away Ah, uh, but not nearly as much as some other books. Uh, like what was, God, Colby? What's the book I'm thinking of where it's just eighty percent this guy explaining math and twenty percent a story?
1: Seventies?
2: No, 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 no. No, but the same author maybe.
1: Mm. Cryptonomicon? Kryptonomicon. Thank you. It's not <laughs> the nearly. One I as never bad. finished.
2: <laughs> it's not nearly as bad as Kryptonomicon, uh, but it definitely still has some of that. So. If you have a lot of time in your hands for some reason, you want a nice, long book. I started this book last night. I'm already 10% of the way through. I was like, "What? What? what is this? I paid $9 for this? No, pay $9 for Three Body Problem. It'll take you two months to read, uh, and it'll be interesting. And then you'll get through the second book, and it'll be amazing.
1: Right. I So I read the first book, and it was fun. As you described, it took me some time to get through it. But it took me like, like, I feel like I wasn't interested until like two thirds of the way into the book.
2: Yeah, same. And I think if you like what made that part interesting, like the third, the second book is just all of that stuff.
1: Mm, That sounds good. You will have to queue it up.
0: I would, uh, I would love to give this book crap. Um, And I kind of want to, but then I was reading, you know, they have the little section where they have all like the pull quotes from other science fiction authors you've never heard of. But the first pull quote is wildly imaginative, really interesting, says President Barack Obama on the (laughs) three-party brown trilogy. I'm like, where does he have time to read this? Uh. That's got to be a mistake. There's got to be a guy whose first name is President and last name is Obama, (laughs) and his middle name is Barack, and he just goes around, you can just pay him to quote stuff. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I think he may, because this came, this like was translated to English in 2014, so this may have been a, post, a post-presidency read on his part. Mm.
0: Interesting. He does have a lot of time to kill. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Hey, look, if Barack Obama finds it wildly imaginative and really interesting, maybe that's good enough for me. I don't know. Uh, the three-body problem.
2: Obama said that on January 17th,
0: 2017. Ah, <laughs> recent read. Very nice. Cool. Check it out. We'll have the links, uh, the link to that on the website. So you can check it out there. Good pick.
2: Um, Wait, here's a, here's an even better Obama quote. Uh, Wildly imaginative, really interesting. It wasn't so much sort of character stories as it was this deep, sweeping story about the fate of the universe. The scope of it was immense. So that was fun to read. Partly because my day-to-day problems with Congress seemed fairly petty. Not something to worry about. <laughs> Okay,
0: I'll take his word for it. Um, all right, let's continue on, shall we? Um, now that we've got something for you to listen to and something for you to read, now I got
2: something for you to drink. Uh, are you energy drink guys? No.
1: Mm-mm.
2: I am shocked that you're picking this, Sean. I'm so interested. So uh, as
0: am I. So I've never ever been an energy energy drink guy. I never had them. Never had any interest in any energy products because my brain is sensitive and when you put chemicals in it, it doesn't work right. So, mm-hmm. I've never been into it, but I started working in a business where everybody is energy drink people. And then oh. I felt socially conscious and was like, oh, well, if they're all doing it, I, this is why I can't hang out with like people who do drugs because then, this is why I'm friends with you losers <laughs> um, because I'm, I'm a <laughs> sucker for peer pressure. But Energy drinks are gross, and anyone who says otherwise is lying. They don't taste good. They taste bad. However, I saw that weird Super Bowl commercial, commercials do work, for Coke Energy from Coca-Cola. And I said, I like the taste of Coke, and I'm interested in energy drinks. This seems like a great match for me. So I bought one, and I tried it, and it tastes kind of good. Now, it doesn't taste exactly like Coke. It tastes Coke-adjacent but not in a bad way. It just tastes mm. like different Coke, but it doesn't really have a, a, a heavy energy taste. It doesn't really have a gross aftertaste. It's pretty good tasting. Now question, does it energize you? So I had to, I was, so I, I, I transitioned into doing like one a day and I had to back off <laughs> of that because it has 114 milligrams of caffeine which everyone says, what's in a cup of coffee? That's a, There's a big range. That's about, considering if it's like equal, it's a 12-ounce can, so 12 ounces of coffee is probably about that. So it's not like a crazy amount of ca- Like a Red Bull for the same size has closer to like 180. So it's not, it's like, it's a, it's a lesser amount of caffeine, which is one thing I liked about it. It gave me good energy without a huge crash. The issue I had is caffeine hangs in my system for a long time. So if I had it like any later than like 11 a.m., I wasn't sleeping right, even though it's not that much (laughs) caffeine. Um, So if you can time it right, but if you want to try energy drinks, I think this is a great starter because it tastes pretty decently and it doesn't have an insane amount of caffeine. So. That's my pick. I'm I'm generally a fan. I'm, I will, I keep a couple cans in the house, and the, the issue is on the weekends. I tend to run out of steam in the afternoons when I have to get stuff done. That's when I'll usually have one of these. Mix it. I also get bored of coffee because I just drink coffee all the fucking time. Um, and this is a good like instead of a cup of coffee, I'll have this. Question.
2: Another question. Yes. Uh, what other energy drinks have you tried, and can you give us a brief review of each? I've only had them like by
0: sips. I've never like had a whole can of another energy drink. Um, but I've okay. tried Monsters, and I found them disgusting. I've tried Red Bull, and less disgusting, but still not a fan. Mm. That's sort of my general review. All right. Like I said, if if you if you truly like the taste of Coke and want an energy drink, I would think you would like this.
1: Mm. I just really want a Coke now. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: what does a can of Coke have? 30 milligrams of caffeine, I believe. Oh, I believe that's right. So this is like drinking, you know, four Cokes worth of caffeine. Um, I've also, I will say for the record, I tried the cherry version. It's not good. In my opinion, too syrupy. It's much better without the the cherry taste but okay. that's my opinion. So I would say give it a shot. If you want to try an energy drink, uh, maybe you'll like it. Cool. Still so like anyway, a we'll have a, you know, we put the Amazon link on the website, but of course on Amazon, you can only buy it in a 24 pack. So if you really want to gamble,
2: <laughs> And when does it ship April
0: 29th? When does it, uh, it says April 20th. So there you go. Free delivery. <laughs> Check it out. That's prime, baby. Um, have you guys ever, I've only ever had bad experiences purchasing carbonated beverages from Amazon.
2: I've never purchased. Never purchased.
0: Yeah. Mm. No, well, I had, I so for a while I would do like a prime pantry box and you always have, you had have to fill it to a certain amount mm. and I would always fall short. So I'd like, oh, just throw in like a 12 pack of Coke or something or like sparkling water or something. And the issue is they shake the living shit out of these boxes in a way that is unimaginable to me. And so they come like all fucked up. <laughs> anyway, that's just I've had them burst on me before when when I, when I like go to open them, they will like explode oh. on me. I, I genuinely don't know what they do. Maybe it's a temperature differential. I don't know.
1: Could be. I've heard that Target is a good place to order like stuff like that from.
0: Yeah, I've, I've done. I've done like the Instacart version of amazon delivery but then i felt mm. bad and then never did it again because this poor lady came to my house with like eight boxes of spindrifts and like had to lug them from like her personal car into my house and what? i was like yeah have you ever done any of the like delivery like target or walmart delivery services grocery mm. services that like that no
2: and it's certainly not in New York. Like maybe that, it probably doesn't work that
0: way in New York. Well, well, Amazon purchased. It's shipped, I believe, is the name of the company. And Amazon bought them a couple years ago, and they've gone almost nationwide with them. So you might be able to get it. Um, but it's exactly like a like a DoorDash or something like that, where it's just people using their regular cars to deliver your stuff, except they're like hundred dollar orders of Target stuff. And the fees huh. they get paid are ridiculous, so I kind of felt guilty and didn't do it again. <laughs> Poor lady, she looked miserable. I think she and she drove like twenty minutes from Target to my house and got <laughs> a, like like literally like a four dollar fee, and and that was before whatever shipped took out of it. So can't imagine how that's profitable. Anyway, we'll the links to all three picks on our website, guys. Anything else you'd like to uh, you'd like to share?
2: I'm good. I got You're good. nothing.
0: Just hanging out. Um, well, I will quickly mention, um, we didn't get to do it last week. I think I teased on last week, just so I'll teased again later this week. Matt and I are doing the four dummies. I've learned a lot about beekeeping. So if you want to learn um, how bees work and how, how easy beekeeping is, um, you got to tune it up for debate later this week. Um, we'll probably be talking a little bit on the show as well as we just crowned the winner of our Winter Movie League. Uh, that officially closed. Our Summer Movie League, is on permanent hiatus until further notice. I guess it's not really permanent a uh, hiatus until further notice, um, because there are no movies coming out this summer so far. Uh-huh. They've rescheduled a bunch of them already. So, uh, on. TBD on that. Um, yeah, this show, Don't Don'tPanic.io, is our website. You can go there and get all the episodes, the audio, the video, of course, links to all the pics are there. You can also subscribe to us uh, wherever you get podcasts. Google Podcasts is one of the places you can get us. You can also get us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Stitcher, Pocket Cast. We're on all of them. Uh, the video version on YouTube as well. And of course, you can follow us at Don't Panic Show on Twitter or email us Show at gmail.com. Um, what a great, perfectly normal episode. Um, we'll be back next week for more normal, reasonable discussion and tech news on behalf of Colby and Dan, I'm Sean. Stay regular out there, folks. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. This has been a Coffee and Beer production. Executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean
1: Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.